Hello, y'all. So welcome back to another episode of Awkward Adventures of a College Graduate. It's your host, Jared. And I am on here, and this is episode 40 for me. And so I thought, you know, episode 40, is, that's like technically like a school year or whatever in terms of weeks. Why not do something a little bit more wholesome? <laughs> Last week, I talked about the random stuff. I went off about just how terrible, oops, how awful the fact that they have peanut butter on top of peanut butter um, Reese's Cups is. So in terms of that, I'm thinking right now I'm going to just really uh, pretty much, hold on one second, y'all. Okay, that's what that was about. <sighs> Mic issues. It's just uh, the fun of doing this. So, yeah, basically, as I was saying, is that pretty much I'm. This episode is about to be about essentially, um, you know, doing something a little bit more wholesome. So, this week is about networking. So, a part of being a young, you know, professional, you know, melanated, all that stuff is got to talk about networking and stuff like that. And so, I'd be remiss if I didn't because at the end of the day, you know, um, when it comes down to networking and all that stuff, it's, it's something that I think oftentimes we kind of, we think we have a hold over, we think we have a gauge of, but in reality, we really don't if we're keeping it above. We get into the thought process of what we think networking is, and so it either freaks us out and it scares us off, or we just, like, you know, we aren't doing it as effectively as we think we can. So I'm no expert, but I'm just giving my, you know, opinion and my experiences with networking in terms of that and just what things I've seen. So as always, um, before I hop into the episode, I just want to, you know, thank all the supporters, thank anybody who listens to the podcast, anybody who's ever shared an episode, anybody who's ever commented, anybody who's ever, like, you know, tweeted back and answer, anybody who's commented on, like, some of the previews, which I know I've been trash with, <laughs> haven't had previews for, like, the last two or three Hey, um, <laughs> I haven't had previews for like the last two or three, um, you know, weeks in terms of like, you know, episodes and stuff like that. But if you've ever shared it, if you ever just told somebody about my podcast, if you've just, you know, you know, stuck around until the very end, because I know my episodes be running long and stuff like that. I just appreciate you and I appreciate it overall, um, you know, and try to, you know, kind of get more in line with the, the topic. I kind of got on, well, if you listen and you're not going to see it, but I have on like a little sweater vest type of thing. <laughs> but anyway, like I was saying, you know, anybody who supported ever, I appreciate you. Um, one thing I'll say definitely is, hey, if it is not Mr. Professional himself, funny enough. Hey, Mr. Harris, good to see you. Hey, waving at you. But um, yeah, essentially... This episode is going to be about networking. If you get a chance, you know, like, share, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any platform that this podcast can be found on, it can be found on Spotify, you know, share with a friend, share with a neighbor, share with somebody that you don't like, you're a hater. <laughs> yes, I said Mr. Professional. You really are. Um, and so, you know, please do that. But I think the first thing, you know, in all of this, uh, and quick thing, so I am the underscore black underscore ambivert on Instagram. The podcast Instagram is the AAGC podcast. 
on IG. Um, please go there for all the previews. If there are any inquiries that you have as far as, you know, wanting to put your brand out there, you know, just have me talk about it on the podcast or in terms of just collaborating with, you know, perhaps episode or something, please don't be afraid to DM me or, you know, reach out to me via email, which will be in the show notes. Uh, so just jumping straight in. Boom. So networking be like episode 40. So essentially, what is networking? I think when we think about networking, we all kind of have this idea of like what we think networking is. We think networking is something, oh, I'm trying to walk into this room. And it's like the, it's like the very, very much is like kind of the, the um, LLC and the, the Rock Nation brunch Twitter. <laughs> They'd be like, man, if you in a, if you in a room with a bunch of millionaires and thousandaires and all that stuff, granted, not billionaires, millionaires and thousand years, bruh, 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 listen up, listen up. This is what I do. This is what I do, man. If I was in a room with a millionaire, I guarantee you I'm coming out there and I'm going to have a million dollar plan. We're going to have some networking. We're going to have some stuff. And by next week, I'm going to make five million dollars on my first thing. <laughs> and realistically, that's not it. That's not how it is. Networking isn't just, is it very important when it comes to your professional life and stuff like that? Yes, it is. Um, is it always just, you know, jumping in and talking to people and trying to get something out of them not necessarily and us let's start first with what the definition of networking is so i'm pulling this straight from le google <laughs> and so there's a couple of definitions of networking but i'll use this one this is the one that's the most pertinent to what we're talking about here the definition of networking the exchange of information or services among individuals groups or institutions specifically the cultivation of productive relationships for employment or business, right? Networking remains the number one cause of job attainment. That's from Hal Lancaster, somebody who's apparently, you know, <laughs> um, a part of Webster, you know, gave their information. So I would definitely agree. You know, that's a very good definition of networking and stuff like that. And if y'all see me looking at the screen, that's just because my show notes are there and you know different things like that but yeah pretty much networking is really just that it's basically you know and i think it's a little bit more to it but it's like an exchange of information or services among individuals groups or institutions you know trying to get where you want it doesn't only have to be just for employment or business though there can be definitely i think um relationships that are more personal lies that isn't just for the for the thought of business that i think you can really network and make friends and out of that business, things can be cultivated. But I guess just more of the formalized one, of course, that's where it really truly remains. And for these purposes, we'll, we'll definitely talk about more about that more so. But I think it kind of goes beyond that. And I'll talk about that. So I think we got to talk about why it's important to network. So and I'll probably kind of contradict myself when I talk about this. So you have to network because I think sometimes when it comes down to networking and stuff like that, you need to be able to network because if you're not networking, if you're not reaching out to other individuals, if you're not showing what skills you have, if you're not doing any of those things, then really you're essentially, excuse me one second, work thing. Um, yes, but basically if you're not networking, if you're not putting yourself out there, if you're not doing any of that, really what are you doing, honestly? What are you truly doing? <laughs> um, networking is something that 
it's important because it allows you to move up and move forward in whatever you want to do you know and that's why i say it's not just necessarily business or for the thought process of job attainment it could be you know pursuing other things passions and stuff like that but without networking without finding other people around you like-minded individuals or individuals who might have did something that you what you've you've done or individuals who've actually you know might actually be at the same level and going through some of the similar similar things that you're going through currently you know it kind of it doesn't make sense you know in a sense it networking also provides you an opportunity to really i'll say probably know yourself in a sense and what I mean by that is, so if you're networking and you're doing something, you know, and I, I don't want to answer a question with question. I don't want to explain it something with the same wordage, verbiage. But what I mean by that is that when it comes down to networking, you have to kind of sell yourself in a sense in certain certain areas. When you are networking, in order to do that, you have to sell yourself. You have to have an idea of yourself. You have to be able to give like a very short spill what you're able to do on what you are who you are you know and that comes from knowing yourself like okay this is what i i bring this to the table i bring this to the table for instance if you're a doctor right i don't know why i chose to use doctor um no just stick with doctor but yeah if you're a doctor for instance and say you've had five years in cardiology experience and maybe for whatever reason you you know you had and predominantly in that cardiology you spent or before cardiology you spent more time in like trauma or you spent more time in like emergency medicine and stuff like that so we'll say you have five years there so between those you have 10 years of experience and you maybe you have you know five years here five years there if you're moving to a new city and you're trying to start over you know get a new job and stuff like that you have to be able to to network that or not not network that you have to be able to sell yourself and so you know being able to say this is what i bring to the table this is what i do i have five years of emergency medicine where i was just doing x y and z and being able to split that up and knock that off um is one big aspect to that and also just being able to articulate yourself and that's a part of knowing self when you you know yourself you're able to sell yourself and you're able to articulate who you are hey what's up bro um but when you don't network, you know, or you're not able to sell yourself or you're not able to articulate who you are, that's one of those things that it's, you know, it's not possible. And so kind of talking about that and wanting to jump into the next topic, I think we have to really talk about the mistakes of networking. So I kind of spoke about that. But I think one of the things that we deal with or we really struggle with is we don't know what to say. It's a weak elevator speech. Elevator speech is weak. Elevator speech game is weak. Simple as that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I see you too, King. Making the dope music out there for the people. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, but yeah. So essentially, mistakes in networking. So not being able to sell yourself. Don't know what to say. Elevator speech. Elevator speech game is weak. Essentially that. Um, when it comes down to that. If your elevator game speech is weak, there's a couple things resulting, and I talked about this previously, why it's important to do that. You may just not, first off, you're probably not practicing that. So if you're not practicing your elevator speech, and what is an elevator speech? And I'm sure y'all, if y'all are uh, a graduate of the Lincoln University, um, and you've had any interaction with like, you know, professional staff on 
campus or you know you've been in any type of organization or like any type of leadership skills that's one of the things they do like right away i think they even we even did that in fye if i'm not mistaken but pretty much um when it comes down to an elevator speech it's basically i don't want to put it it's just like your 30 minutes spill so the thought process behind it is just like a very brief clear message or commercial about yourself that sells yourself and so it's something that essentially if you were on an elevator with a stranger what would you be able to tell them 30 seconds that would give them the chance to give you an opportunity you know and so with that said you have to you know you have to be able to do that but in order able to do that you have to know yourself because we're gonna we're gonna get to the elevator speech and i why the game is weak there so there's a couple reasons you either haven't really done a lot of work to know yourself or you haven't or you you're, you think that you don't offer as much as you do so when you don't know yourself i mean a sense of like you know maybe you're suffering from imposter syndrome maybe you're saying okay you know and i've, I've suffered from that i have i so for instance in my life i have varying experience i have experience in a lot of different things i have leadership experience i have you know experience in creating programming experience in managing systems creating systems i have experience in you know community service you know working in that realm experience in like mentorship and stuff like that but when it comes down to being able to articulate those things or feel like i have that sometimes you know imposter syndrome kind of rears its ugly head and just and it knocks me down and that's like an issue for a lot of other people you know it's not that they you know you're not able to it or you don't bring anything to the table but maybe you're not able to articulate that and you feel like deep down honestly all those things don't make a difference well let me first stop you there it does make a difference because you are fearlessly and wonderfully made <laughs> you are and when it comes down to that you have to remember that constantly when you're explaining things about yourself and when you understand self and it comes with self-confidence and i think we talked about this in other I've talked about this in another episode, imposter syndrome and all that stuff. But you have to, you have to remember that, and you have to really do that, um, essentially. You know, at the end of the day, so you're you feel like you don't have much to offer. So first thing is, you know, I say do this, and it's something that somebody uh, had to do for me, and you know, I've talked about Mr. Harris a lot. Like Mr. Harris did for me, um, getting ready for a job interview and prep and stuff like that. Is he said, you know. He's like, you know, you bring more to the table than you like you're letting on. Write down every single thing that you've done, you know. And so that was like his homework for me. And as I started doing that, I was like, dang, I forgot I did that. Or I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that, I did all these different things. And you start building yourself up because over time, I think, unfortunately, a part of it too, why we deal with imposter syndrome and why we sell ourselves short and we feel like we don't have as much to bring to the table is that there's this very unhealthy thing, I think, and sent in a sense of like i don't know if it's a cultural thing or what it is but i think we sometimes mix up confidence with arrogance right hey how are you doing <laughs> um so yeah i think we mix up confidence with arrogance sometimes we mix up confidence and you mix up arrogance it's two different things at the end of the day confidence and arrogance are not necessarily the same thing Arrogance is somebody who's not able to be told anything and they're just stuck in their ways and they're like completely shut off and they think they're the best, but they're not willing to grow to continue to try to be at the very best. Confidence is knowing I know what I'm doing. I have space to grow. I can do better. 
and I, but I know for a fact I, what I know. I know what I know, right? And so those are the things. And because there is like this unhealthy balance of those two things, and you know, sometimes we're not able to, unfortunately, um, really move in that direction of like being able to balance it. And it's, it, it all comes down to ego and stuff like that. You really don't have that. You have that issue there. But let me tell you that they're two different things. They really are. You know, you have to be confident in yourself because at the end of the day, if you're not confident in yourself, who else is going to be confident in you, right? And you have to understand that with confidence, <laughs> you know, comes what you're, you know, you're able to do in your mind and different things like that. So, you know, don't be arrogant, but be confident, you know. I forgot where I was going with that. I, I went off on a whole tangent. They're probably going to do a lot of those with this with this week's um episode. I'm just going to be very honest with you. So, um, but as I was saying, like not knowing what you bring to the table and stuff like that, confidence and things like that. So you have to be able to recognize the difference between those two. And I was saying, okay, societal wise, I think it is sometimes that thing. And so because of that, we oftentimes humble ourselves and we bring ourselves down, not realizing that you know that's not the way. You know, it's good to be humble sometimes. It's good to be a person. Sometimes you don't want to show your entire card deck. You know, you don't necessarily want to be the person that's going around saying, hey, you know, oh, my God, I made six figures at the age of this and that and other and this da 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 da. Or, you know, I was able to land a 15 million dollar um, contract and stuff like that and all that. And I, I get that maybe that feels uncomfortable. Maybe you don't want to be that person, but at the same time, why not? Right? If you were able to do those things, why not not brag, but be able to talk about those accomplishments? You can be very, you know, you can be confident and you can be proud of your accomplishments without being an arrogant jerk, right? Like, for instance, I'm an Eagle Scout. I worked for that. <laughs> Listen, seven years. <laughs> seven years of working for that best believe when i go places oh i'm an eagle scout that's one of the first things i'm gonna say and you know it's not the oh i'm an eagle scout i'm better than you and da 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 but it's no it's like nah i'm an eagle scout and most of the time it speaks for itself but if people tell you ask you well, what do you have to do to be eagle scout i'll explain to them because it's a proud accomplishment for me and it's not me, me being arrogant or anything like that it's me speaking the truth and telling you this is what I did. I'm proud of this accomplishment because I put in work for it at the end of the day. Like, I, like, for real, I put in work for it. I'm not going to downplay that accomplishment. Mm. And you shouldn't do that either, especially when it comes down to, you know, not selling yourself short and everything like that. So we talked about, oops, sorry. So my, my phone is charging. And, you know, if anybody comes into the live or they watch this live later, you'll obviously see that. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> but as I was saying, and for those who are just listening audio wise, that's why there was a little stop just now. <laughs> but anyway, like I was saying, essentially, at the end of the day, that's one reason why you're probably selling yourself short. Hey, how are you doing? Um, you're selling yourself short because you feel like you have to do this humble thing because that's what society tells you. No, don't be humble. Talk about yourself. Be proud of your accomplishments at the end of the day. Just straight up. There's no reason for you to do that. Another reason you're probably selling yourself short is you don't know how to articulate that or you just simply don't have it put in a format that works. So when it comes down to that, not knowing what to say and stuff like that, 
that's why you have to practice, 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 practice makes perfect at the end of the day. You know, when the times I've had to do elevator pitches or elevator speeches, or I've been able to articulate myself, that didn't just come from, you know, oh, I knew that in the back of my head. I'm a pretty good speaker and I can like come up with things like this. But if I really was trying to articulate something and get a point across, I generally was like taking time to write notes down either whether it was in my phone, whether or not it was in note cards or something like that, and just say, okay, this is what I want to focus on to get people to understand at the end of the day. Because, you know, people can kind of tell when you are nervous or when you're not sure about yourself. And so if you're not a person that you're able to very quickly do things like that on a drop of a dime, people aren't going to see that or understand or really care. And they're going to be able to call you on certain things. They may not call you on it right then and there, but they'll know like, uh, he's not confident or she's not confident or they're not confident about this. Why should I be confident about this? I'm sorry, y'all. Message came through. Give me one second. Um, but, you know, sorry, got distracted. But anyway, you know, people are able to do that. And so a part of that, practice, 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 practice. So I recommend when you do this elevator speech and stuff like that, first do an assessment of all your skills and things that you did. So boom, I'll do a quick thing for myself, like my resume, what it looks like, you know, and certain things I won't keep because it's person, personal, it's personal or whatever. Well, I'm on IG, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, essentially, okay, what's like some accomplishments I had? So boom, I was an RA. That's one thing I can put down on my resume right off rip or if I'm talking about like professional schools or I'm doing an elevator speech, depending on where I'm at. I talk about being an Eagle Scout. That's another thing I can talk about right off rip. If something, you know, something comes up, um, I can talk about my experience, you know, being a part of my fraternity, Alpha Omega National Service fraternity and, and chartering and some of the skills I've gotten from that. Talk about being an advisor. I can talk about like a whole bunch of different things. So boom, say the job was for me to become, and I'm probably gonna do not a great example of elevators uh, pitch, right? <clears throat> but let's say it was for a, a higher education job, which <laughs> I actually do work in higher ed now. Um, but it was like, say for an RC position or something like that, you know, what it would be, what would be appropriate to have in an elevator speech and I'll do like, I'll just break it down is of course, you know, hey, I have, and this isn't a real elevator speech because I'm not great at this, but like, hey, I've been able to, okay. Hi, my name is Jared Brown. I am a, currently a blank, 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 blank. Let's <laughs> we'll start over. It's not gonna be great, but you'll get the idea. But okay, so I'm, I'm in higher ed now. Say I'm going for another higher ed position. Hi, my name is Jared Brown. I currently work at higher ed at blank, blank, blank university. And so, you know, some of my past experiences, I served as an RA for about a year and a half, you know, being able to come up with different systems and forms. I'm a very innovative thinker. You know, I've also had experience creating and being a part of building an office for my local university. Um, some of the skills that I bring are leadership. I bring mediation. I bring an innovative mind. I bring adaptability. And I would love to be able to speak to you more about opportunities that you have or just talking about you know and sharing ideas you know back and forth about higher education because I'm really interested in that and I'm interested in knowing you more boom simple as that you know nothing too crazy nothing like you know nothing like enticing like oh give me a job give me a job or whatever um, <laughs> but just something that's really organic and you know true sometimes it's not asking for something it's just you know 
being able to ask for another conversation in a different way. Now, I, did, I spoke very fast and very quickly, and that's something I have to work on because I'm, I'm a fast talker. I just do that. I don't know if it's being from Jersey or just because of me in general, but I'd be talking. I'd be thousands, thousand words a mile or thousand. Yeah, thousand words a mile or something like that. See, I'd be talking so fast sometimes that my brain doesn't catch up. <laughs> um, but yeah, but essentially something like that, you know, you want to be able to get and emphasize what you want. Also, you have to come into it with that point of like not knowing what to say um, and being able to like network, you have to know what you want to get out of networking. I think that's actually another thing that I think we have to talk about in terms of networking mistakes. Because we talked about um, we don't know what to say. Elevator's speech game is weak. Weak. Elevator's speech game weak. Pull. <laughs> stop. Stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's weak. But I think another thing or mistake that we make when it comes to networking, and so um, it comes down to knowing what we want out of networking, right? What do we want out of networking? What does that look like for us? So sometimes when we are, when we, when it comes down to networking, I don't truly believe that we know what we want to get out of it. I think at the end of the day, you know, we do networking or we network because that's what we're told to do, right? But we don't really understand or we never really ask what the point of networking is. And I think sometimes it's difficult to give somebody an answer to that because either you get very stuck on, okay, networking is how you get jobs, right? You have to do networking to get jobs. You have to do networking to get opportunities in business and stuff like that. But that's fine and good and that's very valid. But what does that look like specifically to you, right? Because that's a very broad thing. So, you know, if you're somebody, you're a podcaster, like I'm a podcaster, right? And I just did something like that. Your goal outside of getting opportunity to become a bigger podcaster and have a bigger platform might be, okay, goal number one right now is to get my podcast out there to a much broader audience, right? And so when you're thinking about that, that helps you center your mind towards what you want and what your goals are and what you want to achieve, you know? And so if I'm doing that and I'm talking to people, I'm networking, I now know that's what I have in mind. And that's what I'm going to always push. I meet somebody, you know, to say COVID times are over where we're back in normal. You know, I go to a podcasting convention. I go to this podcasting convention. I walk up to somebody like, Hey, you know, we're talking, I find out they're like, you know, they're a larger podcast or whatever, you know, Whereas maybe before it would have been like, oh, how do I get hooked up with your podcasting network? Maybe for this, I'm like, oh, how can I land a spot on your podcast, land a spot on your podcast? I can grow my audience that way. Or maybe if if the goal is and I do realize they're a part of a much larger network and I'm there, I'm at the point where I'm ready to expand my podcast and go with a larger network or find a, a backing, then I'll talk about, you know, I want to do this, 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 and this, right? So it all comes down to that. And so knowing what your overall goal outside or inside those goals, because getting a job or having networking or business opportunities is cool, but it doesn't make sense or it doesn't work if you don't know exactly what you want. That's a very big aspect of it. And I'm preaching to the choir and I'm preaching to myself because I don't always do this well. I'm not the perfect networking person. I'm not the networking king. I oftentimes am able to say things and communicate things to others that I also struggle with. That's the part of, this is what we do 
I keep saying we because it's only just me. But I say we because, you know, listeners too, we in this together. Friends and whoever else. That's what we do. <laughs> day. But that's what we that's what the whole point of the awkward events of a college graduate is. You know, I'm an imperfect individual. I'm not perfect at all. There's a lot I can go down a list, but I'm not going to because we're not doing that. Self-esteem stuff. <laughs> but not but um joking, but not joking. <laughs> but no. Um but yeah, basically that's what we're 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 doing, right? You know, it's about showing that, you know, that that vulnerability and stuff like that and saying that yeah, I'm not the greatest at this. So I also struggle with this, you know, but that comes from, I think, ultimately knowing self. And I want to keep getting back. I keep getting back to that, but I, it's a deeper piece that I want to talk about with that. I'm not sure how I want to tie this, tie that in at the end of the day, but you know, moving on. Um, like I was saying, a big piece to it is, you know, we don't know what we want out of networking. And so when you don't know what you want out of the networking or what you want out of the opportunity, it leaves you very open to other things. It leaves you open to okie doke. Hey, what's up, bro? Good to see you. Thank you for popping in real quick. But yeah, when you don't know what you want out of the networking opportunity that you have or when you're speaking to somebody or have an idea of where you're going with that, you're not able to be able to come up with a plan of action or be able to know how to effectively do it at the end of the day. That's truthful. That's just the honest to God truth. You're not going to be able to to do it, you know. And so a part of that is first, you know, sitting down with your goals and being able to say, okay, boom. For instance, I'll give some of my goals. Maybe one of my goals, and I'll just give one of them. Maybe one of my goals is to eventually expand my podcast and have a national, you know, um, platform where I'm able to get much larger guests like musicians or, you know, or I don't want to say celebrities, but like actors or, you know, other podcasters or influencers and things like that and be able to talk about, you know, just life and whatever other, because, you know, eventually this won't be the only podcast I'll have. I'll probably be breaking off and branching off into other areas and stuff like that. But, you know, being able to get those things for, whatever podcast I branch off to because I'll probably have multiple podcasts, you know, and eventually this may not be my, this may not be the podcast I do anymore. As I grow, you know, I'm going to be 25 next year. Not to say I'm going to, you know, give up this podcast anytime soon, not saying that, but as I grow and, you know, I expand and stuff like that, you know, things are for a moment. So who knows, might start a new podcast, might do other things or whatever in a sense. And so, just knowing that, you know, I'm ultimately thinking about that at the end of the day and what that looks like. Hey, what's up, bro? Appreciate you coming through. <laughs> um, but yeah, understanding that and knowing that, you know, at the end of the day. Oh, okay. Uh, got a request. Let's see the person size. Was I saw some requests. That was what I was expecting. <laughs> uh, we might have a we have a guest on the podcast. Was not expecting this today. <laughs> What's up? You're literally frozen. Okay, I don't know what's going on here. All right. Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Yes, no, maybe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Well, thank you for popping in. I appreciate it. I was just talking about networking and different things like that. 
you know, huh? You say about what? I was talking about networking and just the importance of it, and like, and I think you can even talk. You probably, you probably can attest to it. It's important to know why you want to network, because I think that's the thing that a lot of times we don't know, and we just think networking. Yeah, I was literally just uh, making a flyer about a network and I'm done with uh, Mr. Norfolk State. I'm supposed to be doing it either, I think, next week. But, uh, yeah, like, networking is really crucial, isn't it? Like, especially in today's where it's like, it's not even about, I mean, it's about what you know, mm-hmm. but it's about who you know as well, because, like, once you, people are going to want to know what you know, but mm-hmm. first you got to really know people. Exactly. You know, like, um, you gotta really be able to have those com- conversations with people and really be intentional about being in certain places, like no matter in what capacity. Cause like, um, I know for me personally, I know I wanted to work at the, I know I wanted to get into politics and stuff. So mm-hmm. I took a job, an intern, unpaid. Uh, mm-hmm. I had worked with a Republican congressman. <laughs> Way different than what you thought you'd be doing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a little crazy. But it was just like, you know, I took that job just so I can really get my foot in the door and mm-hmm. really uh, be able to meet some people in the Capitol and, like, get the experience real. Like, exactly. I never even, like, put myself in that situation. I wouldn't have gotten a lot of connections from that position. Right. And then, like, I remember I went to this super, super fancy dinner. Uh, I think the ticket was like one twenty-five to go. Oh, he got money, y'all. He got money, y'all. <laughs> he got money. He got Mr. Lincoln money. Now I'm playing. I'm going to restaurant. I pay that much. Uh, and he just kept on pushing me to go, and I was like, you know what, I right, keep, keep on pressing me out. He pressed me out at like, <laughs> like, hey, yo, you got your ticket? I was like, right. He didn't even give you an option. He just said, do you have your ticket? He didn't say, when are you buying? He said, do you uh, have it? Yeah, like, <laughs> 125 year respect. Because <laughs> I, uh, I was able to be around like so many people. Mm-hmm. Black people like that who mm-hmm. like were extremely successful in their field, like right. got to have one-on-one conversation with the president of uh, Delaware State University. He works really closely with oh. Joe Biden now, playing this whole election. Um, got to meet this doctor who's also a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like fantastic to meet the uh, vice president of Thurgood Marshall College. Mm-hmm. And just made a whole bunch of like people networking, and like now I still am connected to a lot of those people to this day. Um, and like a lot of those people, they give me more connections. So exactly. like those people, because I know them, they introduce me to now their network. Mm-hmm. I'm getting more and more opportunities. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. It, I was just, you know, saying it's it's crucial at the end of the day, but you have to know what you want at the end of the day. You can't just go like, I'm just going to network. Like if you had went into the room saying, I'm going to network and just hi, yeah. <laughs> you got to be like, intentional about it. <laughs> people like, uh, 
people always tell me I'm great at network. I'm mm-hmm. not, not, not think I'm that great at all. And Dimitri. Like, one of the keys about network. Dimitri. You are good, good at networking. I mean, I don't think I am because the key about it is like you really got to be intentional about that and following up. And that sometimes where I'm still mm-hmm. learning about yeah. how to like that to follow up. But I'm just learning because I was just mm-hmm. going through it. Really just talk about whatever you want to talk about. Like, you boys are thinking about like trying to find something to talk about with them. Like, mm-hmm. this was big. Career or something like mm-hmm. I've met somebody at a business event, or I don't know how to find something about business. Like, mm-hmm. really, these relationships are gonna like become personal sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. you gotta really want to get to know the person that you're gonna be networking with. Like, mm-hmm. ask them about what's your day to day life at? Like, what's your day like when you get back home from work? Like, how do you balance that type of stuff? Um, the more personal stuff because nobody wants to hear about work all the time. We're multifaceted people. It's like, yeah. hey, maybe I like baseball too, as well as being a doctor, lawyer. I, that's kudos to that person. That's a lot. <laughs> like, like you gotta get the human effect back to mm-hmm. the relationships with people. It's just like everybody just feeling like, oh, I can only talk. I have to talk about this. I'm just like, mm-hmm. people are real. You gotta have these real conversations. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, the more you add those conversations, the more they're just gonna talk about you. Certain um, situation, conversation that they're having. You're like, oh yeah, I know Dimitri is interested in this. Mm-hmm. I know Dimitri uh, likes doing this type of thing. So, but I got an opportunity. I know he likes uh, the Chicago Bulls. I got a Chicago Bulls ticket. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Right, you never know. And it and people can always call you on those things is another big aspect to it. People know when you're people know when you're fake and when you're not doing it for the right reasons. They know the difference between somebody who's just trying to run them for their network and because they're part of a Fortune five hundred country company or somebody who's just like really genuinely interested in them. And they might also have that other side goal too, because at the end of the day yeah. it's networking. You got to, but you know. <laughs> So, like, you I think people forget that so much is that they don't realize it's a it's a relationship. It's not like a I'm just calling you up anytime I need something or something like that. It's like, how's your kids doing? How's this going? How's that? How's how are you doing as a person in general? You know. Yeah. Because it's like if, if people call me and just like, "Wait, let me try. I need this from you. Oh yeah, I need mm-hmm. that." It's like, maybe I'm in the middle of finals. <laughs> maybe I'm like not doing yeah. well. Maybe I'm broke down on the side of the road. Like, come on now. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like people always uh, just like gotta get out of the mindset of, oh yeah, I gotta get out of this what I need from it, but mm. I gotta get out what I need from it, but I also gotta put something in it. Mm-hmm. Like, get something. Now mm-hmm. get out what I need, but possibly get out more than I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. You always get more flies from honey than vinegar at the end of the day. Yeah, speaking of network, how are you doing, Jerry? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, hold on, wait, okay. 
it's gonna be on the podcast a little better. I'm doing well. I actually because of networking, you know, a quick plug, because of Mr. Harris, you should check him out for professional services, by the way. Author John, check his check him out on IG. That's my black plug for the uh for the week. Um I was able to start a career in higher ed. So I am like a hall director for a college and university, so I'm enjoying it. It's different, you know, at the end of the day, but it's a good opportunity. So did the uh, RA job really prepare you for it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's like a, I want to compare it to like, I guess the best way to prepare it is like, if you go from like being a teacher to like a principal, and that sounds weird, it's more administrative stuff. But at the end of the day, like being a teacher, like shows you like you're doing more of like the hands on work, like one on one being a principal, more of that administrative stuff. You're still doing people work, you know, and maybe print. Maybe that's not a great comparison, but it's like I feel like it's like a stepping stone. Being an RA definitely like gave me the skills I needed at the end of the day. And it also kind of like open up doors like I have a soup some like kind of like a familiarity with certain things like I know how this works like you know duty looks like this here you know that looks like this you know talking to students and building relationships is the same you know regardless and being able to build upon those skills at the like you know at the end of the day which is like super super important so so how is it now with you being on like the other side of it because, like, before you could manage it, the card. Mm-hmm. I want to say that, and this is actually, like, perfect for, so, y'all getting all the behind-the-stuff people, uh, stuff for the podcast, y'all. <laughs> um, but, no, like, honestly, I think what it does is it, it really makes me, like, it makes me a better person overall professionally and, like, personally because now I understand, like, certain times where I didn't get my supervisor, now I kind of get it because it's, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, okay, that's why you were doing that because reality back here, you're getting pressure in this way from, you know, certain things being done this way. That's why you were hard on me. Or in reality, you were doing this because there's a lot more to it. Because when you get to see the back end of things, you realize just how much goes into certain aspects and stuff like that. And so it makes you more, I think, I'll say it makes you more empathetic in a sense because you do because having been an RA, you like, you're still a student at the end of the day, but it also gives you a level of accountability. It's like, even though you're an RA, I was an RA and I did it. So it's like, there's a certain level of accountability I have to give to you because I can't just, you know, I have to, I'm building you up as a leader at the end of the day because you might be in the same position or job I'm in eventually. And just how somebody built me up and it was always instilled in me. If, you know, I was away, you'd be able to do this position, <laughs> not exactly all the things a hall director could do, but you'd be able to hold things down. I should be doing that same thing for them, you know, at the end of the day. I was, I was. <laughs> one of the favorites. <laughs> <laughs> the one that opened the door <laughs> a lot. I love to tell that story. It wasn't his fault, though. He had a different type of door. <laughs> he had a different type of door. He wasn't used to. <laughs> I felt so bad. Weren't you like, you were like, you had somewhere you needed to go. It was bad. It was just like, 
And you were just standing there like, please <laughs> help me. I was like, oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> Cause I'm so yeah, like I'm so I always be forgetting stuff. Mm-hmm. Leave when I the best day, I always forget something. I think uh, you could probably forget. Oh damn, I've got my watch on. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Got my wallet up. Got my note for this class or something like that. Well, it's always something. Right, like uh, I used to walk out, try to catch the bill, and be like, dang, flop. <laughs> It was always the keys. <laughs> I, I had the keys next to the door. I'll grab them. i put them back down and walk out. Dimitri, come on now, bro. <laughs> Out of the one thing, he forgot the keys. It was bad. That's because you wasn't you wasn't doing it like the other freshmen, keeping the keys on the neck <laughs> like the little lanyard. Like, uh, right, mm-hmm. like a latchkey kid. <laughs> I think I did that for like a day, but I was like, nah, right. nah I used to hate that too. I didn't know I'm cool. Had the key stake <laughs> hanging out the pocket with the Lincoln Langers showing. <laughs> That's the best way to do it at the end of the day. When you lose your Lincoln Langers, because I always went to the biology department because they had a key change for free. <laughs> you know what you write. Good. See, being able to be able to finesse and things like that. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and I was a whole biology bio student. Go figure. <laughs> yeah, I just walked in there one day because I was taking a bio class. I was like, oh, yeah, actually, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, Tiana? Saying, hey, hey. Who's just in here chatting up a little bit just about life, networking, and, you know, getting locked out of doors? <laughs> I never networked with Jerry, my all right. Exactly. Yep. Network. You never know. I, if yeah, I don't have uh, nothing tangible to network, offer. It's your network. It's your network. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure that uh, you got a good network because those people are going to be able to introduce you to so many different opportunities. Mm-hmm. And it may not even be in the way that you think. It could just be somebody's thinking about you one day, you know, and they um, introduce you to the right person. And always make sure that you have these uh, these relationships. Many people have good things to speak about for you because it's just like mm. gonna be people who come into your network that you have never even met in a day in your life. Right. If they're hearing bad things about you, they ain't gonna be able to offer certain opportunities for you. But if, mm. they're off, if they hear all good things about you, if they hear something like, oh yeah, what's that student's name again? Oh yeah, Dimitri. Oh, yeah. Right. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of important that people like you, <laughs> you know, and that's the thing that um, there's this there's this comedian that I, I listen to and I watch. Um, his name is Kevin on stage, and he says this all the time, especially in that realm of Hollywood. People will take somebody that they that's not like a 10, um, that's not great at things that's likable over somebody that's literally not likable like you could be like you could have the talent of Meryl Streep and they just won't work with you because you're unlikable and you can't be worked with but they'll take somebody who might not be I don't know I'm not gonna say no names because you know podcaster <laughs> like to interview people one day somebody who's not as talented who's just just simply because they're like her oh wow okay see that's a good example I had a woman who I hadn't spoke to in years reach out to offer me a job. Shoot, 
Exactly. People will remember you. People will be remembering you and everything. Yeah. Make sure that uh, you're keeping these uh, relationships and making sure that, like, mm-hmm. you're um, leaving a good impression. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, it's just like, I mean, even when you have those bad moments that you are, are able to own up to them. Mm hmm. It's just like uh, my advisor uh, for my one organization, TA, and cuts me out, but he cuts me out basically like at a professionally. <laughs> the professional way he told you to get your stuff together. It does because it hurts you because it's so like, it's this, this is why you're trash. This is why you're trash. Also, this is why you're trash. Per my last email, just know uh, I'm coming back around one more time. Oh, I'm good. It hurts. Uh, him, him getting on me, I had to uh, just basically take it on the chair. Hey, uh, uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, good night together. Mm-hmm. Get back on my grind, basically. It's just like once he saw me get up after he got on me, he had just been more respectful. Mm-hmm. It's like making sure that even when you do have those times where you fall short, that you have the humility to acknowledge your wrongs and downfall. Hey, what up, Parker? That's my take on that work. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Thank you for letting me join on for the time. No problem, no problem. You know, it's always a pleasure. And like, this is a perfect example of networking. I actually like Demetrius. (laughs) Or Dimitri, not Demetrius, but Dimitri. Excuse me. Stupid me. It's been a long day. I actually like Dimitri. If I didn't like Dimitri, I would have been like, no. Mm -hmm. Listen, don't excuse me for the name mess up. It's been, I... We just, I'll be working. I'll be working. I'll be working. <laughs> A lot. Appreciate you. We go talk later. All right. Good luck with everything. Go look at one thing. Go follow him on his Mr. Lincoln page. Go to his events. Go do everything. Nah, y'all don't understand. Like Dimitri said, I've known him since freshman year. You know, go follow him on everything. Go look at his events. You know, support him on anything. Click on any link in his bio at the end of the day. Click on anything on any link in Miss Lincoln's bio too. Support anything she's a part of. Support the whole Royal Court squad, everything. I have to do that for you. You know, it's all up. All the major plugs at the end of the day. I have to, you know. I appreciate you. <laughs> but yes, yes. So that was an unexpected turn. I was not expecting for the night. Hey, what's up? Gotta love the uh, young alumni council and everything like that. But um, yeah, that was an unexpected turn. I was happy to have that. You know, but pretty much everything that I talked with Dimitri about is pretty much all I was going to talk about when it came to networking. I think the only thing I was going to talk about other than that, he already pretty much said, follow game has to be good. The <laughs> You really want to network with people around you. You don't only want to network up because when you're networking up, you literally are, you know, you're 
bring yourself down. Like, for instance, Dimitri, I met him as a freshman. You know, we both are in college at the end of the day. I might have been an RA, so I had something to offer. But at the end of the day, we're on similar level playing fields. But because we network, because we had conversations, we build relationships, you know, or even other people in my class and stuff like that, you're able to, at the end of the day, you're able to bring these connections together. And you're able to utilize that at the end of the day, you know. You never know who you're literally sitting next to. The person that you're sitting next to has the same job position as you. In 10 years, they can be, I hate to keep using a Fortune 500 um, you know, CEO, they could be that. They could be the next successful podcaster. They could be the next actor in a huge movie. And depending on what you want to do, you may have something to add to it. They might be a huge, prolific, great graphic designer or whatever. But network around, not just up. If you're only looking for what you can get for somebody up, you're not going to be able to find those things around you that you can really get a hold of at the end of the day. So that's pretty much like my take on the mistakes of networking. Um, and it just wanted to kind of talk about a couple of things. So when it comes down to it, there's a lot of anxiety that comes with networking. <laughs> um, when it comes down to like the anxiety of networking, just make it natural. Networking is literally like me what i just did having conversation with dimitri we just had a whole conversation we just talked literally us talking catching up and everything like that if i realized there was something that you know and of course this would happen offline i was like oh this is a dope thing i just thought about that can work for you i'll share that something like that he would share that with me or whatever or you know just in general but it's not this whole you know, oh my God, I need to come suited up and booted and everything like that. I need to be stiff and I need to be able to come up to you, shake your hand, go like this and all that stuff. Nah, that's not it. Networking is literally just being like, hey, you know, we're sitting somewhere. Oh, hey, what's your name? Oh, my name's Jared. Oh, you know, hey, you know, I see you're here at this professional. I'm going to keep using podcasts as what it is. Um, and sorry, I'm having this moments because I really messed up Dimitri's name. But that's what we do on Awkward Adventures of College Graduate. You know, that's what we do. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, at the end of the day, I was saying, um, the day is over. It's done, is done. Uh, I feel bad for that, though. Sorry, again, Dimitri. Um, but uh, what I was saying, like, prior to that is, like, anxiety of networking, like, at the end of the day, you know, you don't need to... You don't need to have anxiety when it comes to it. Networking is literally just you having conversations, you talking, you just having like a really good conversation and good time with a person. Because literally, networking can turn it can it can turn into different relationships, and that's what it's part of it too. That's the aspect that Dimitri was talking about. It's relationships. So networking can turn into a whole mentorship relationship with somebody. Like you know, for instance. Um, when I was an RA, the person who supervised me, you know, that's somebody I can still call on now who's very much like a mentor in some respects and, you know, ways like if I have a question about like life and just like, you know, professional stuff or different things, I can call on him and he's probably going to get back to me, you know, pretty soon, you know, with some advice and just, you know, some guidance because he's been in a position that I've been in, you know, and that's not somebody like, you know, I would literally went out of my way to network with him. I'm going to make a build a relationship with him. No, it just came naturally as do relationships, you know, or, you know, you might make a friend with people like, you know, there's people who I went to school with, you know, 
who are in my class that I'm friends with or I'm cool with, like, and I'll if I see something or I see opportunity or whatever, I'm going to reach out to them about it, you know. I'm going to hit them up and be like, hey, you know, I know this person, I know that person, I know you have an interest in that. And that's all for the strength of I like you and they like me, they might give me opportunities simply because that's really what it is at the end of the day, you know. That's really what it honestly is. It's not this big thing of like, you know, all these pieces of like, oh my God, oh, whatever. No, nah, it's not even like that at all. It's really just essentially, you know, I like you, you like me, we're having a conversation and all that stuff. And it doesn't have to be about professional stuff all the time. It doesn't have to be about all these different things. You know, that's a big piece to it. It that actually gets pretty boring. Oops, sorry, y'all. Face all up in the camera. It actually gets pretty boring. It gets boring when it comes down to networking. It gets boring when it comes down to, you know, getting stuck in very much like stuck in these different positions in these different places where you feel like you can only talk in it. And actually, my live is about to end, y'all. So what I'm about to do, I'm about to hop off live. So when people are listening, it's going to be like a little bit of a delay. Um, but for those who are watching, sorry, I'm about to hop back on it and end off this episode. You know, let's see. Share to share to IGTV. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Episode 40. Uh, I'll come back later and fix that. All right. What in the world? Why am I following that for me? Anyway, sorry, y'all. This is very, this is very ghetto, in my opinion. <laughs> it's so ghetto, in my opinion. But anyway, I'm back because I want to finish this off. I don't want to belabor this too much. Like, really, that whole conversation really pretty much got the rest of my ideas out when it comes to this whole, you know, networking episode and stuff like that. I would be remiss if I didn't talk about a couple examples of networking going right. Um, as I talk about the anxiety, it's like, basically, it's just essentially just talking to people. It's just having these conversations. It's doing all these different things. It's not making it be a whole thing because when you're making it do it, when you're making it more than what it is, it's just, it's, it's stupid at the end of the day, you know? And I don't want to call it stupid because that's not, that's, that's insensitive. It's not that it's stupid at the end of the day. It's just not a great utilization of your time. You know, you know, all the time that you're spending being nervous about it and having anxiety is time that you could have, you know, built lifelong relationships. And that's what you can look at it, too. You know, and that comes from knowing what you want, because if you're building lifelong relationships at the end of the day, or you're looking at it, this is possibility of building lifelong relationship and stuff like that and meeting somebody of like mindedness, then you're um, you're able to come into it for a better thing. And that's what I that's what I mean by and I'm going to bring this full circle as I said, I was going to before I end off with good examples of networking. When you know self, so you know what you want and you know what you bring to the world and what you are able to um, essentially want out of life. And sometimes you don't know that and that's fine. But when you know a self of this is what my values are within myself, this is what I, I value. I value leadership. I value kindness. I value, I value 
depend being dependable. I value, you know, um, good ethics. That's a very important thing, you know, when it comes to certain aspects of certain industries and stuff like that. When you you say what you value at the end of the day, and you're able to understand what are your values, who you are in that sense, what you put first, and all that stuff. It makes it easier for you when it comes down to networking because then you're looking for the right people to network with and it becomes more of an organic experience and it doesn't it doesn't bring you something and you're looking at it from the right frame of mind. If you're somebody you don't know yourself and you're literally just going into it, of course you're going to be nervous and you're going to be freaking out because you don't know self. If you don't know self, then you're probably like, oh, uh, I don't know what I want to get out of this. Da, 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 da. No, no, no. At the end of the day, no. <laughs> Breathe. Take a second. You know, figure out yourself and all that stuff. Know what you want and then come into it with a better outlook. But, you know, it's getting at the hour. You know, I'm, I've been rapping. I've been talking. It was a really great episode. It was fun talking to um, Dimitri. That was an unexpected treat, you know, for the people. Hopefully the audio and the mic picked it up. I didn't actually adjust it. I, I really pray it did. <laughs> um, you know, at the end of the day. But um, to kind of end this off with networking, networking be like, networking be annoying if that's how sometimes it be like. Sometimes it be scary. <laughs> sometimes it be unproductive and sometimes it be discouraging um, because there are times where you thought something was going to happen. I've had those moments too and it doesn't come from that. But at the end of the day. It, if it wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be, or it was a lesson, be, and it wasn't meant to be because it was meant to show you how to be better in it. So, with that said, um, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Good examples of networking and things that have came true, or not came true. So, I'll give one very great example of networking. I talked about this actually a while ago. So, when I first got out of school, um, I wanted to work in a scientific field. I thought that I wanted to go to medical school, and that was where I thought I was going to spend my life at. Like, I was going to not necessarily go to medical school. I thought I was going to go to PA school. I was going to be a physician's assistant. I thought I was going to do something in the medical field. And at some point in time, I even was like, you know, maybe I don't want to do that, but maybe I want to do nursing or something like that. But I just knew it was going to be something where I was going to be practicing some form of medicine or doing some type of form of medicine. But before that, I knew I was like, all right, first, I have this biology degree. I'm going to take some time, and I'm going to to work in a lab and I'm going to get the experience there. And, you know, I might decide that I want to pursue biology a little bit deeper as a career and find other opportunities because I was pretty open because I was like, you know, maybe this isn't what I want. And at that time, I kind of knew it wasn't necessarily what I wanted. So I was like, you know, let's see what happens here. This is where I have the experience at, and this gives me time to kind of think about it. So um, it was very difficult, I can say you know, trying to jump and in, get into the scientific field, you know, especially working in a lab and things like that. It's very, you have to really work your way up. Like it's, it's, it's a big, it's a big amount of who you know. It's a huge amount of what you know. And there's also a lot of, you know, just simply luck. Because um, what I find happens, and this is a, a conversation for another day, um, maybe it can be like, you know, dream deferred episode or when dreams change, I think I would love doing that with other people um but basically you know a lot of times like kind of like what i did you know you have people who have these biology degrees who thought they were going to medical school or they thought they were going to do some type of medicine or 
or something in healthcare field, generally medical school. And so what in those when end up what ends up happening is there are people that end up you know they defer it a year because they're just not ready to go to medical school. They haven't taken taken MCATs, PCATs. They haven't done you know the GRE or now the new PA CATs for physician assistant school, or you know are they just need to do prereqs to get into a nursing program, whatever it may be. And so what happens there is they take a year off, um, and they have to work while they they have to work and they have to get themselves ready, take the MCATs, do all these different things or whatever. Or it could simply be like a situation where I honestly knew it, but I didn't admit it to myself or I didn't, I wasn't there yet, where I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to go to PA school. I don't want to work in a physical healthcare field like that in that shape or form. I don't want to do that. I have no interest in it. And so what do they do? They they feel like they're left with no option but to work in a scientific field, like a lab or something like that. And I'm not blowing it or I'm not knocking for anybody because at the end of the day, <clears throat> When you're able to do that and you're able to be in a scientific field and do those things, you learn so much and it's such a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity for research, you know, especially if you're in industry, there's there's so many great opportunities to move up, you know, to learn things, to have different options and stuff like that. But it's not for everybody is what I'm saying. But um, that was a very long way of saying, you know, there was an opportunity that came up, um, you know, it was somebody my mom knew. Once again, networking, essentially, hey, what's up, movie? Hey, you coming in on the tail end of this. I was just telling a quick networking story, bro. Um, but basically, there is a story of, like, I was, my mom had knew somebody who was, like, you know, they had some connections at a, at a job with, like, a lab job or, like, a, um, it was maybe, like, a, it was, what kind of company was it? It was, like, a, it was, a, it wasn't pharmaceutical, it was, like, maybe, it was something with medical, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But, you know, I went in there originally. I didn't know anybody. I, I had one contact. There's somebody that they knew. And so that person, you know, at the end of the day, they took my resume and they just told me to come back another day for a real full interview, right? And so, you know, I did that. And I, I, I did that. And I ended up talking to somebody else. And this guy, I had a like, it was probably, like, one of the best interviews I've ever had. Probably one of, like, the funnest interviews I've ever had. You know, we're talking in conversations. He's looking over my resume and stuff like that. And he's having conversations. And he's like, oh, you're an Eagle Scout. I was like, yeah, I'm an Eagle Scout. And me and him, he's like, oh, well, I was a district um, commissioner or something like that. And so we're talking about scouting and stuff like that and all these different things. And blase, blase, blah. And this is, like, a really dope, cool conversation. Um, and so, you know, we have this conversation. And then... Um, he looks on my resume again, you know, and he saw that I, at the time I was, I was not a member or a full member of Alpha Omega National Service Fraternity, but he saw that I was a petitioner. So I was like, you know, he's like, oh snap. He's like, are you part of it? I said, no, I'm a petitioner. Like I was working to bring an interest group to campus and do all these different things. And he was like, actually I'm APO. And we were having like a little conversation about that and stuff like that. And that was just like a good example of networking going right. Me and him literally were in an interview, but we're networking because we're just having conversations about things that we're, we're, we're you know, we, we have in common, cool little things like that, just random things. And when I tell you, like, I end up getting a call maybe, like, that next week saying I pretty much had the job. I just had to do the, like, the initial, like, placement tests and job tests and all that stuff and all those different things. I won't tell you how the rest of that went because that makes me sad. 
<laughs> that story really does make me sad. Just don't want to talk about that. Um, obviously, spoiler alert, didn't get the job there. But, <laughs> um, but essentially, yeah. But that's a good example of networking going right, you know. Because of that, you know, we had conversations and stuff like that. You know, and I, I automatically got the job. I didn't really know anybody else there, but he looked at me and he, like, was like, he ended up pushing my application along. He was like, we need to hire him. He, my, my network or things I spoke for myself, you know, the things I had on my resume spoke for itself, but I, because I was able to articulate that and talk about that, you know, it showed more so. And that's an example of networking. You can even network during an interview. I guess another great example of networking probably was. Trying to think, trying to think, trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. Um, it's bad. I can't. I can't recall it right off rip. Um. Hmm. Dang, I'm mad. I can't think of anything right off rip. Um, okay, I think I, I think a, a obvious good one that I can think of, or I think would be good, would probably be be like my pretty much my Lincoln journey from like sophomore year, the end of like pretty much like pretty much like sophomore junior year to like you know graduation. So a good example of that, or a great networking example, is probably how I even became an RA. So, um, you know, prior to that, so the person who's responsible, and I probably told this story a thousand times. I don't think I've ever told it on this podcast. If I have, sorry, if I have, yeah, I'm finna hear it again. But pretty much this is how I became an RA and everything like that, which now, which has helped me now get into the career I mean now. <laughs> um, but yeah, but pretty much, you know, how I became an RA is, um, I started off with me having a relationship with one of the RCs. The RC was, or still is, Mr. Harris at Lincoln University. And so it started off, he had knew me when I was in, uh, you know, or organization on campus, the drama ministry. And so he saw me around, you know, we spoke, we had conversations here and there through that. And that was my first interaction with him and introduction to him. And so, you know, a part of that, there was an initiative where it was the Man of the Year initiative and stuff like that. And through that, you know, I decided I was going to apply for it. I think he encouraged me to do it. Mr. Harris had encouraged a couple people to do it and everything like that. And I applied for it. I really wasn't expecting much. I'm going to be very honest and I'm keeping a buck with y'all. I was like, you know, but I was like, I have good leadership skills. I'm trying to get more involved in campus and just life on campus and school and everything like that. And so I was like, I'm going to take it. So I did that. <clears throat> I took it. I, I applied for it, and you know, surprisingly to my surprise, like it was kind of surprising to me. Um, I got the position. Hold on one second, y'all. Uh, I just paused. Sorry, y'all. I'm literally like, yeah, this is so unprofessional. I have a whole text message I'm responding to right now <laughs> via uh, text. Hold on one second. I'm sorry, that was so ghetto. <laughs> um, but anyway, going back to what I was saying, and ooh, it's loud. Uh, my mic is finally working where I can like pretty much um, hear. Wait, was the mic not on this whole time? 
Oh, snap. Was it not on this whole time? I'm gonna be upset. I think the audio was recording through. <sighs> audio was recording through. The laptop was in it. Damn. <laughs> well, that's that's fun. Ooh, what the heck? That's a bad lag. Oh no. is messed up okay my mic is good for for a good three to five minutes um yeah i don't i don't know i want to say the mic is hold on what is going on okay hold on a second for a good three to five minutes uh this is that's ridiculous so I guess, I don't know, I don't know if the mic was on or it wasn't on, but anyway, I'm gonna finish up now, because now I'm pissed off, because I realized that the freaking mic wasn't actually picking everything up, and it was coming through the laptop. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, a great example of it is, like, the story I was telling is pretty much, you know, met Mr. Harris, I started working with him through the Man of Year initiative and everything like that, and so... You know, because of the work that I did there, that's when me and him really started developing more of a closer relationship. Um, when it was spring of spring eighteen, when he is like he just needed an RA and he reached out he reached out. It then it made sense and it was natural, right? It wasn't like a thing of like, oh, you know, it, it wasn't out of the blue or whatever. We had been having conversations, he knew my character, so he felt comfortable enough, you know, twist him arm a little bit <laughs> where I took the job and as a result you know, I took the job. My first semester, I didn't say I really liked, but my last two semesters, I killed it, and I became RE of the year for the campus for 2019, you know, in a sense. So that was an example of networking going right, not because, like, I sought out Mr. Harris. I sought out this opportunity to to become RE of the year, something I didn't even know about, or I sought out the opportunity to become, like, this leader on campus or whatever. Well, I did seek that out. But I didn't seek out, like, with the perspective, like, oh, my God, I need to, like, you know, be killing it on campus or something like that. No, nah, that wasn't the point of it. The point of it was to essentially, basically, you know, you know, put myself out there and let networking do its, you know, run its course and stuff like that naturally. And so as a result, I was able to get those opportunities. And there are probably countless and numerous other examples of great networking um, stories that I have. Um that I'm not able to recall right now, but that can be your story too. Networking is crucial, it's important, you know, and it's it's not as hard as it, it seems to it, as it seems to be, you know. You just have to put yourself out there, you know, have a little confidence, know what you want in it, be intentional about it, you know, and I guarantee you that you'll have a good time with it. But you know, at the end of the day, um excuse me. At the end of the day, this is the end of the podcast. This is the end of the podcast episode. I thank you for hanging out with me and listening in this long. You know, I do long-term, or not long-term, I do long-form content. I don't like a short podcast. If it's under 30, it makes me uncomfortable, <laughs> unless I'm doing, like, some of the musical podcast stuff at the end of the day. But, yeah, you know, I thank anybody who's, like, jumped onto the lives, you know, who's been in, you know, who just popped in and stuff like that. Shout out to Dimitri who joined the podcast episode for, you know, a couple minutes and kind of rapped with me and talked about life and stuff like that. You know, go check him out. That is Mr. Lincoln University. Um, 
he is like a dope kid who's doing dope things you know him and miss lincoln you know that whole world court support him and everything he does he does awesome dope ig lives you know he does countless events and it's not just for students you can hop on and join the lives too because even as somebody at 24 years old i still gain something from them you know he has countless other things you know hey check out uh author john on instagram like i said i've probably spoke about him a lot in this episode and I did, but, you know, it's no problem because it's all cool. He's fam, you know, at the end of the day. And, you know, check him out. Ask him about his professional, you know, services. Ask him about his book writing and all that. Support his book launches. You know, he's an author. He's a speaker. He's a uh, he's a uh, coordinator of the award-winning Office of Mellow Achievement. He is a TEDx uh, speaker. He's Yes, he's given a TED Talk, you know, and so big ups to him and everything like that and you know as always i thank you for the support you know i appreciate y'all for coming out you know thank you for my 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 bro movie you know for hopping in this podcast uh episode or this live and watching me you know finish it out um and as always i'll see y'all later next episode next one up is 41 yup <laughs> and we are done Listen.